Welcome back to the family table. Listen, (laughs) (laughs) I started laughing recently because Noah and I were sitting across from each other doing this podcast, and I just couldn't sit across him because he just made me laugh. So I now sit beside him, but he, like, gets in my peripheral just to, like, throw me off. So welcome back to the family table. I'm Elizabeth. And I'm sorry that the side of me makes you sick. <laughs> I'm Noah. The coffee pot's on. Pull the chair. And let's chat. Hi. Hi. How are you? <laughs> Fine. How are you today? I was trying to be a normal human being, but... Uh, now we all know. Anybody who knows you know that's a farce. So, I feel like by Thursday, we're always like, hi, stranger. Because it's just yeah. been a week of, like, passing each other. So, hi. Hello, dear. Um Noah... We have a lot to talk about tonight. We do. Before we get into any updates or anything, a couple shout-outs. Shout-outs. Shout-outs to the Northview High School Thespians. Oh, Drama Club. Drama Club. And we went and saw... Lion uh, King Jr. Lion King Jr. I'm not really sure what the junior part was about. I think it's shortened. It was only like an hour... Um, we recently went and saw Frozen Junior, and it was about an hour also. So I think it's just like a shortened version I of like the, the Broadway. Hits. All the songs were in there. We had many, many of our homeschooled friends and just community theater there. friends. Community theater friends in there, but I was teasing that out for a particular reason. Oh. Our, but if they're at Northview High School, they are no we'll longer homeschooled. We'll get there. We'll get there. I just want to say they did a great job. Oh my gosh, so and, well. Uh, uh, I was super proud of him. Arthur, on the way home from the play, I thought he was ill because he just sat like super, looked super somber, had his head in his hand, leaning over, and just wasn't like, wasn't seeing any songs on the radio, nothing. And I said, Noah, will you check on him? And you turned around and I'm like, Arthur, are you okay? And he's like, I'm just sad it's over. <laughs> he really, the kids really enjoyed it. We did too. Yeah. It was. Also, and it's just like, so, let's just take such courage. Oh, and yeah. we knew some of the kids, and I just found myself, like, getting teary-eyed watching them because they just did such a good job, and the costumes were spot on. Right. It was so good. And theater plays a special spot in our life. Elizabeth and I really got to know each other as good friends before we started dating, thanks to the theater program at Clay City High School. And we put plays, we were opposites in the school play, opposite leads, and... Uh, uh, we've just been opposites ever since, I suppose. <laughs> so, no, so yeah, we love theater. We love Broadway theater, which leads me to my second somber shout out. Oh. Uh, oh. Bummer. We just introduced the kids to Fiddler on the Roof in the last month. Mm-hmm. Uh, back when the stomach flu hit me, we were supposed to go, and Elizabeth took the kids and my parents to Bloomington and saw Fiddler on the Roof, and it was fantastic. Spectacular. I, I find like I just talk about it all the time to Noah, and I say the same thing every time. Because we went, it was in Bloomington for two nights, and we went on the second night, and I say over and over, how do we go on the first night? I would have bought tickets right then to go the second night, because it was that good. I wanted to see it again just to catch all the little details. And we've got the, we bought the soundtrack. We're big on soundtracks in our family. That's you know those CDs that nobody buys anymore. <laughs> right. We're single-handedly <laughs> keeping the Broadway musical CD industry in business. Yes. Somber shout-out to the actor who played Tevia. Uh, to- Topa? Uh, Topo. Topin or something like that. Uh, sorry about your name. He was a Israeli actor who played basically Tevia his whole life. Passed away today. And, yeah. and was it Flash Gordon? <laughs> he was something, Dr. Somebody I read. What's Flash Gordon? Flash! Ah! Uh, okay, I know the song. Is it, is a, it, is it a movie? movie? I don't remember that movie. Yeah. But that guy was, uh, the kids love him. <laughs> to hear Benjamin. To hear Benjamin. He should, he's using it for his audition for community theater next week. I think our audience might miss that target <laughs> audience, okay? <laughs> Benjamin will just all of a sudden, Benjamin, how you doing? How you doing? He'll say, Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> you made many, <laughs> many. You made many, many poor people. He, just, he says it like he's this worn out, poor Jewish man. Who has seen who's, some stuff. Who's seen some stuff and lived a hard life. That's right. And let me tell you, in his five years, Oof. he's lived a pretty cush life. I don't know. He survived a pandemic. That's true. He, he went, went from youngest, youngest to middle, to middle child. overnight. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe he is a. Maybe he is Tevia. <laughs> I don't know. 
Okay, so okay. yeah, he died. Any other shout-outs you can think of this week? Can I go ahead and give all my shout-outs? Yeah. I have I have two. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Okay. Thus, so, the shout-out. Thus, the shout-outs. So, I don't know, three months ago, four months ago, Noah and I had a little... Oh, it was November, so whatever November was. We had, like, a date night, and of course, <gasps> since we went on a date night... What? I'm trying to figure out what you're oh, leading to. We obviously went to Lowe's and Menards um, to shop for things for the house, and we were looking at light fixtures, and I found a light oh, fixture. That's what you're talking about. And I just fell in love with it. I was like, this is the one I want. Let's buy them all. And so we get our little Lowe's friend, and he's like, oh, we're out of stock. That's strange. You we're out of stock online. We can't find them. You know, we can't order anymore. And I was like so heartbroken. And I was like, it's okay. Just find something else. And I was like, no. Absolutely not. I want We're this light. <laughs> so then I was like, it's okay. I'll just come back like tomorrow and ask again. And so I, we probably wasn't the next day, but probably pretty close to it. I went back again. I was like, hey, can I just buy this, this, this display? And then I'll go to Avon and buy their display. And the guy was like, oh, I'm sorry. We can't sell the display because... No, you're giving it to me. It was like, he I don't know. He was a little crybaby about it. He was really rude about it. Liability and, I don't know, insurance. And I was like, he's like, well, it's it's it's, uh, it's um, wired differently. And I was like, my dad's an electrician. He can figure it out. So then I was like, I'll just ask again. So the next time we went, I was like, I do the same thing every time. Oh, this light right here. I really like it. Do you have it in stock? I used the whole whole spiel. Every she looks time. for new blood, and she does the same spiel. <laughs> I do, and which makes me wonder. Maybe that's how she got me to finally buy. Maybe off, you, know? you know, I just yeah, it looks for new blood. And what was the third time, which kind of irritated me, was it went down ten dollars. You're right, and I was, it like, was like on sale. It was on sale. I was like, maybe they asked some more in, so I asked again, and I even said that time, I know I can't buy the display model, but can I just buy? the globe on it because really I'd been okay with just the globe and they said no so then started my internet quest quest to find it Link over here has been searching for Zelda I don't know what that means oh you don't get that cool pop reference sorry so I found two like right away and I was like hot dog so I bought them both and both orders got cancelled well I guess I bought one then my order got cancelled because they never sent it and the other one, I was chatting with the person, like, yes, I will send it. And then they never did. And I was super bummed. And I also like the story that like, I had bought one in Arizona, one in New York. It's sort of just fun. And then I sort of was like, I'll just keep looking. And Noah said to me over the weekend, maybe you should just give up on it and start looking for a new light. Which is the total wrong thing to say And to I was Elizabeth. like, oh, you want me to give up on it? So I started searching again. And I found one in southern indiana and the guy paul was so nice and helpful i messaged him on sunday and it was in my hands by tuesday like he went on monday and overnighted it um he was so so friendly so nice i was just so impressed with it so thank you paul in indiana for for sending me the kishler light and then I found another one in Kentucky, and I was like, I found them. So I again started set up to get it, and then she realized that her husband had already given it to a friend. I was super bummed. And I think so that really just irritates me, and then I found two more, one in the state of Washington and one, I can't remember where the other state was. By the way, these are like $35 globes. They're not like... Oh, no, they're like 65 Okay, I'm, globes, what I'm trying right. to say is they're not like made out of the ivory of Moby Dick or anything like... <laughs> <laughs> they're not like one of a kind rare items. They just, they're just like they just fit what I want. They just well, how do you describe describe them? Like they look like milk jars, but they aren't. They're clear, but they have the beaded look to them, uh-huh. and they're just like huge, like jar bells, looking thing. Like bells. bells, yeah. They're just so. Can you add pictures to a podcast? I can put them in the description. Okay, in the description, I'll use the picture on the our Substack, which our, is. Who'sYourHeritageHomestead.com Yes, he'll put a picture so you can see what I'm talking about. So, I had one, and... Okay, back to my irritation. So, like, I've messaged people. I can see they, like, have read the message. And Mm. they just don't respond. Mm. And 
I'm like, listen, if you've sold it or you don't, you don't want to mess with shipping it, just say, I'm sorry. I'd rather do a porch pickup. Instead, I just like keep waiting and hoping. So then I thought, why don't I just go to the top? So I called Kishler. Get Mr. Kishler on the phone. Get Mr. Kishler on the phone. So I talked to this lady named Barbara and she made my day. She was like, we have a lot in stock still. Why is Lowe's not just doing a manual order for you? And I was like, Barbara, listen, I don't know. And she was like, give them this SOS number and tell them to manual order it. And if they don't, you give them my number and you give them my extension. Mm. And I was like, Barbara. Maybe it's Mrs. Kishler. Maybe she's Mrs. Kishler. Who knows? So, Saturday, we're going to Lowe's to order my light. Probably two. I already have one. I only wanted two, but I should order a third just as backup. It's going to be the well, most well-lit kitchen <laughs> in the history So thank of you, Paul. Thank you, Barbara Kishler. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm Barbara Kishler. But... Which is perfect for my last shout-out. Oh. Elizabeth, it's March. Oh, cool. You know what that means. St. Patrick's Day. We get to have corned beef. No. No. Keep going. Cabbage. No. Get off Get off. Oh. Ireland. Oh. I was going to say green beer next, but I guess that's not true. I'll give you, I'll tease it out. Mm. This place was started by a former Purdue football player. Oh, yes. Saturday. So, I've had in the Kish- same trip. In the, in same, the Lowe's trip. We're going we to play. Lowe's to see Kishler's. And then last March, our yeah. very dear friends, probably some of our oldest friends, Cole and Christine Schroer, invite us to go to Azit Pizza. And we were like, okay, like, sounds like, okay, just pizza. And it was March, and they have March Crabness, yeah. which is like a crab ragoon pizza. And we had it. They are like, you need to try this pizza. And at first we were like, I don't no, know. like. On. And we had it, and it was amazing. Phenomenal. I have thought about that pizza for 11 months. That's right. I And we went back like the next week, because it was almost yep. end of March. Yep. And since then, they remember they had the General Tso's? General Tso's was good. Super good. So this Saturday, we are going with the Shores. We're going to Lowe's to the Kitchlers. And we're going to Ace It Pizza <laughs> for crap. This is 35. March Crabness. <laughs> <laughs> After working all day at the farm. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, A-Zip Pizza, which is the pizza word pizza spelled backwards and forwards. A-Zip Pizza. It's not called. It's a thing. It's, uh, well, it's not a palindrome. Maybe it is. No, isn't palindrome the same word front and back? Wouldn't it be, though? A-Zip Pizza? No, it's like race car. where Or Hannah, where it's like, regardless of how, like, frontwards or backwards. No, but listen. A-Zip Pizza... Oh, spelled the same is it called? Is it? P- I thought it was yeah. called Azip. Okay, no, yes, it's a palindrome pizza. then. Palindrome. The, wor- the more you know. But it should be pizza Azip then. Anyway. Anyway, <laughs> there's that transition we're looking for. I'm done. <laughs> That's enough shout-outs now. On with We've the regular scheduled programming. This. Thirteen minutes Good into. Lord. You know what? Oh dear Lord. Oh dear Lord. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, uh, one last shout-out. Everybody, this is to everybody. We have had that's such you, Chelsea. That's, that's you, you, Rochelle. That's you, Rochelle. <laughs> that's, that's you, Christy. <laughs> what's the name of your cousin that Kathy told us about tonight that listens? Eisenberger, oh, Deborah, Debbie, that's you, Deb. Debbie. That's you, <laughs> Margaret. Uh, we have hit a lot of ladies. Um, I was going to be excited and say we've had 1,000 podcast downloads, which is amazing, but in the last three days, we're up to 1,100. So the show is actually starting to take off a little bit, and I could not be more thrilled. I never thought that we would be up like this. It's We're two months into this little journey, and, right? Not quite. Not even that far? Yeah. And uh, reaching uh, new heights more than I could ever right. imagine. I'm so thankful for everybody for the nice comments, and anytime we get feedback, it is... Um, 411 Facebook likes. Oh my gosh. We went live. Do you know what day we went live? I want to say like the 15th of January. I was in the 16th. Right about the middle. Yeah, yeah. So last six weeks, we try our best to put out good content. Um, You'll notice sometimes we put out three, sometimes we put out four, sometimes we put out five. Uh, We're not going to burn ourselves out with this. Uh, But what we put out, we try to put out good quality. 
And Elizabeth this week put out our bread recipe, which is... Our daily bread. Our daily bread, which is a big deal. I just want to thank everybody for listening and sharing and subscribing. Um, if, you, if you're just kind of catching this on the side, we have a YouTube channel, YouTube slash Hoosier Heritage Homestead. If you hit the red subscribe button, it really helps us out. We're on our quest this year to get to 1,000 subscribers there. If you haven't read any of our articles or want to see the rest of our recipes that we publish, or we, you might be listening to this on Apple iTunes, but we actually have a website you can listen to this too. It's www.hoosierheritagehomestead.com. And sign up for our newsletter. Our newsletter is like what we do every day. Um, it's, a, it's just a really big help to us. Every time we get a new subscriber or a, a, a like or a comment, it makes me want to keep going and, right. you know. We try to be relatable. Yeah. Like, obviously, not everybody um, has farm animals. Not everybody has five kids or not everybody is, you know, in their mid-30s. Right. But we want there to be things that you can relate to or that you feel inspired by or you just feel peace by. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So we we realize that. We just try to... Um, and in general, just thank you. We just want we just want to be a happy place for people. Absolutely, it's nice to be have a little positivity mm-hmm. in the world. And for the most part, I think we we do that. We try to live transparent. We tell when we're struggling some things, or we tell about sad things in our life. But we also talk about Absolutely. all the joys in our life. And today, we're going to talk about some of the joys in our life after January seventeenth is when we're alive. Seventeenth, okay, January seventeenth. Yeah. Uh, quick farm update. It's well, I can't say quick. It's been a huge week up at the farm. I cannot wait. <coughs> so we did um February farm update at the end mm-hmm. of February. And I think that's kind of what we're going to do. We'll do some, like, other fun videos throughout the month. Mm-hmm. But, like, a, in live time, like a monthly end-of-the-month r- video, right? Yeah. And I cannot wait for your March video. One of the things that keeps me going is knowing every once in a while your grandma and grandpa come down from Lafayette. Mm-hmm. Shout out Ron and Bernie. Uh, I love taking them around the farm when they come to visit us because they always just like, oh my gosh, you got so much done. They always just kind of like, I feel like mm-hmm. my hype man just talking me up makes me feel so good. And so it, it's a little too much for me to try to set the camera and show you every single nail that I hammer in up there. <laughs> I tried it for a while and it's just like, oof, it's just, it's just too much. And so what we do is we do a really good monthly mm-hmm. tour and the, the progress you're going to see is just going to blow your stinking mind off. So pretty Big excited look. about that. Um, so February's is out there on YouTube if you want to watch it or on our Substack, you can see it there. But since then, this week, it's wiring time. I feel like a Power Ranger when I say that. It's morphin' time. Remember those? I do. You well, who was your favorite? Well, obviously. Much but... like Jacob Hayes, I was the red Power Ranger. <laughs> the red Power Ranger. I liked the pink one. Any Good. reason? Sounds I don't like nineteen ninety sexism. I don't know. I have no idea. But I do remember. Do you remember when McDonald's had not like they had like the Happy Meal toy? I think they were like tokens or whatever of Power Rangers. But then they had like you paid extra in your Happy Meal, and they had like the the um, the like action figure. Do you remember that? I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. You got a little bonus toy of some sort? Yes. So, it would have been, like, early 90s. Like, 94, probably. That's okay. my guess. Because I can remember it, yet we didn't live in Brazil. Okay. And we, like, you could, like, collect them all. And they came in, like, little, their own little, like, cars, whatever they were, their automobiles. And... I think you paid, like, extra to get them. And we had all but the pink one. Hmm. So I remember going on some trip, and we, like, stopped at every single McDonald's. To try to get to it. To try to get it. I think we ended, up, we ended up getting it. But, and this is before, like, you had maps on your phones. Right. So I feel like we were really, like, on the interstate, and, like, there's McDonald's! And we would just, like, go off. Yeah. I hope somebody can be like, oh, yeah, I remember that, because I really don't think I'm making this up. I believe you. I, we just, A, weren't, we weren't McDonald's people. Oh. And B, we didn't do that kind of stuff, except for once. One time, I got something special like that, and it was the coolest thing ever. Oh. Do you want to hear the story? I think I know the story. So you don't want me to tell it? Yeah. 
Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, just kidding. Wow, what a partner. I just... I just Let me take you back. The year was around 1995. Little Noah went to summer church camp. At just camp. envision Elliot. Yeah, Elliot essentially <laughs> goes to summer church camp for the week uh, at Menito in Nawbone, Indiana. Camp Menito. Metropolis. Which later on, Big Noah and Elizabeth would spend summers there as summer camp counselors. But nonetheless. That's for a different day. Before I left, I had a white cat. And his name was Snowy or Snowball because you don't remember its name. Yeah, absolutely. It was the love of my life. Um, and I, well, before I met you, of course, uh, <laughs> Snowy was a white cat, which is like you know, um, of cats. Original, super original name by a super original kid. And I got back from camp, and I couldn't find Snowy, and I hadn't seen Snowy, and I asked around. You mom, around like, like mom and dad. Uh, I imagine you like, like asking the town of Bowling Green, "Hello, town of Bowling Green." Yeah, no, I didn't go door to door to all six of us and say, "Have you seen Snowy?" No, and so things kind of went on, and nothing happened. Nothing happened. A few weeks went on, nothing happened. Never didn't see it. And finally, I remember asking my mom again one day, like, "I can't find Snowy. Have you seen Snowy?" And she said, "Let's go for a ride." And we got in the car. And we drove to uh, I-70 to the Ooh. new establishment there, a Burger King. What year was this? <sighs> mm. Give me a date. A month. A year. Hold on. It was NBA season of probably 96 or so. I would have been living really close to there by then. Oh my gosh, we were so close. So close. Go ahead and just Anyway, so this was oh. a really weird thing. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, this was kind of a rare thing that, like, mom just took me to Burger King. This was kind of cool. And so, like, ordering. And I remember they had Indiana Pacer calendars. And it was like, you know, it was like three or four dollars extra. And I wasn't going to ask for something. I remember my mom saying, like, oh, do you want that calendar? I was like, Heck yes, I want that calendar. This is awesome. It's got Reggie. It's got Jalen. It's got Brad. It's got Haywood Workman. This is awesome. This is great. And I got my sandwich, and she's handing the food out to me in the car. I think it was just me. And we get in the car, and she's we start to pull away, and she hands me the calendar and says, By the way, your cat died a month ago. <laughs> The uh, Burger King that would later induce my twins to labor. It's true. Another, another day. Another day, another story. Offered me the first grief in life, which was the learning of the loss of my snowball Beloved cat. sprinkles. Yeah. No. Snowy. No. But I know what you're talking about. Anyway, the farm's going really well. I don't know how I got to that. The farm is going really well. We are really, way off. Listen, I'm just having a good time. I think we're all having a good time. So we're just going to go with it. Uh, Our listeners have already, like, turned it off. <laughs> okay, let's get focused. Electrical. Electrical. We have all of the lights wired in the first floor of the house. That's huge. Uh, and so how many outlets did you put in the first floor? I bought, like... Oh, like, rough. Like, give me, like... You don't have to give me exact, like, 87. But, like... 75? Okay. 75. I'm not joking you. If you have not been to our house, I really feel like we have like seven outlets in our entire house. So when he came home and was like, oh yeah, I put in 75, I was like, in the first floor? Like, yeah. I'm really used to having seven outlets and just making it completely fine. Yeah, well, I was going off of your dad's kind of hey, hit list. Hey, I'm super excited. And we just kept going and going. I won't have to use extension cords for everything. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, so this week I got all of the ceiling lights, the ceiling, um, junction boxes and everything wired. We're going with four inch LED dimmable lights for the most part. We're having some ceiling fans in mm -hmm. the what, bedrooms, homeschool room, living our, room. Yes. Our current house we moved in had in the entire house, like not just like, oh, in one room. There was an overhead light 
in the main loft kitchen. area. Kitchen. But the main loft area, it didn't work. Oh, the lights didn't actually work. Well, right, the fan, fan worked. So the kitchen, kitchen and the the main loft area could work at the fan if it worked. Yeah. And that's it. The bathroom. No. Oh yeah, I put that in. You put that in. It was yeah. Just, there was just like no lights. It was it so was all lamp, lamp fed. fed. So we've gone and since then we've added overhead lights in like every single room. So I think we like are like overcompensating. That's very possible. Forever, like I remember having parties of people over, and like pulling lamps from like the bedrooms mm-hmm. to add extra light because it was just it would get to be dark out in winter, and it's also dark. So I feel like we're doing the opposite right now. And that's fine. It's very possible. They're all on dimmers, so it doesn't matter. That's fine. Uh, so all those are wired. Uh, we I have today. I wired four wire hardwired smoke detectors, and I made a plan for fourteen uh, network drops for high speed internet and connectivity and cameras. And I talked with. We've had two utilities we've been in touch with this week. Duke Energy, which is going to be doing some of the work. I'm not. Liz is kind of giving me this like roll of her eyes. We've been going round and round with them, but they're going to get their work done this week. And uh, what's the internet company? Sparklight is going to provide us internet. And uh, we got installation dates in both of those. So. We are moving in the 21st century. We are on our way. And maybe one day we'll have a toilet. Listen, I was thinking today, probably uh, by the end of the month, might be able to have our first christening, wow. you know? You know, I spend most of my farm time over there helping running children home children to the bathroom. Home. Yeah. Even though before we leave, I'm like, who has to go to the bathroom? Remember, there's no bathroom. Who has to go to the bathroom? Yeah. And we get there, and I'm like, all right, so-and-so has to go potty. Who else needs to go potty? I don't, and I get back. I just... I get it. So that's really the farm update. I appreciate my father-in-law, Pat's uh, work up there. He's kind of taking the... He's an electrical engineer and is taking the lead on getting the meter base in, the panel, and while I do all of the lights and stuff, he runs home runs, which is from the panel all the way to the main feed to each room, and he kind of takes care of that. And so we work well together, and it's always nice to have people you work well together with um i work well with him i work well with my dad and it's always a it's always a lot of fun whenever we get together and and do work um your dad's very detail oriented my dad is very get the job done oriented and i get to be that guy in the middle who's like hey maybe we can get this done fast and right (laughs) (laughs) so it's it's a unique role to be in for sure yeah now moving forward here um I kind of wanted to do the literature poems. Oh, okay. What do you have? Yeah, I was going back to our list we made. Oh. Because it, it's on the list, so I was just going to check it off. Oh, cool. Go ahead. Uh, I had thought tonight, maybe we might share with you a few... But first, a poem. Uh, poems or articles... Not articles... Elizabeth's stuff is quotes and short sayings. Mine is a little bit of a longer poem or short story. Things that, before we even had kids, we heard this, we resonated with this, we like, we like beat it into the like DNA mantras. fiber as mantras, as what we want to have mm-hmm. as being parents. And uh, stuff that I take to heart, you know, every day as I'm dealing with the kids. Um, and so we thought we would share those with you. I'll let you go. Why don't you do one, and then I'll do one, and then you do your other one, because mine's a little longer than yours. Okay, well, I have three. Well, fantastic. Go ahead and get started with one. Okay, I have two that I think were mantras as we were preparing me, preparing me parents, and then I have a, my third one I'll save as it's, like, become really important to me as we are parents. My first one is a quote and it's love the children first and then teach them. And it was one I actually used in my like final portfolio paperwork as I was graduating college. Do you know who quote, uh, quote is? Of course I do. Do you really? If, if, you, 
It's the founder of my alma, alma mater. <laughs> it is. It's Saint Mother Theodore Guerin, which is where I did my undergrad. Saint Mama Teddy. And Noah did his master's there. So love the children first and then teach them. And I first heard that from Sister Rosemary Nudd. Sister Nudd? Sister Nudd, yeah. Was she? Sister no, Rosemary. Who was the chaplain? Who was, was calling me Torah down the hallway? Oh, Sister Caroline. Oh, Sister Caroline. Yeah. I was walking down the hallway. We lived in the same room with this, the same, I uh, don't room, but same hall as this late, this sister. And I was, my name's Noah, and I was walking down the hall, and I heard this older woman yelling, Torah, Torah, Torah. And I was thinking, like, World War II <laughs> Japanese <laughs> airplanes. Like, yeah. And she thought my name was Torah. I think she even argued with you, like, are yeah. you sure? Yeah. yeah. Pretty sure. Yeah. So love the children first, and then teach them. Give me another one. Uh, my second one is do ordinary things with extraordinary love. And that is Mother Teresa. Saint Mother Teresa. And Saint Mama Teddy. You're on a roll here, saints. Yeah. I know. Very strong women. Mm-hmm. International Women's Day this week. So. Yeah, you know, at school today, a girl asked me to hold up a sign that said, I love women, and so she could take my picture with it. Oh. Which I had to have this real conversation with right. her, like, yeah, I'm all for this, but what are you going to do with this? Right, right. And I was real hesitant, but so, I decided, what's the worst that could happen? Well, because I do, I get I do love saying, and I support women, but I was like, are they using it like Mr. Coley's a creeper? Right, right. So if you see me in TikTok <laughs> or the Tickety Dog, did you feel like I love women, especially <coughs> Amelia and Elizabeth? No, they had me hold a sign. Was it a trustworthy student? Pretty trustworthy. Okay, I think so. Right. I was a little nervous, but I do. Absolutely. So do ordinary, do ordinary things with extraordinary love. How does that relate to parenting? I think because sometimes um, in the day to day parenting, it can feel monotonous. You can feel very invisible. You can feel very unimportant in what you're doing. Um, I know there's days you just feel defeated because everything you go to do gets undone. and But they are so ordinary things. Mm-hmm. But I have to remind myself, like, while they might be ordinary things, the outcome of them with extraordinary love is big because mm-hmm. there are daily memories with, our, with my children. And this, I want our home to be a peaceful place for them mm-hmm. and a safe place they always feel like they can come to whether they are five years old or 55 years old. Right. They can come and know this is home for them and they always have a place here. It's that same concept of uh, they won't remember. Oh, what that's you another say. one that I often think too. They won't remember the things you said, but they'll remember the, how you made them feel. Yeah. And I think with that one a lot, especially like when I've lost my patience, I'm like, oh, great. Great. Well, I think about that in high school. I was teaching these stinking high schoolers. It's right. like, I don't remember any hardly individual lessons that my teachers Right, very few. Me. But I can remember the ones that made me feel like... You were an important person. I was important. Or, you, or they cared about a, you. Or I was a drag on their right, time. Right, right. And so, um, what I think about, though, like, okay, it's. I'd like to say I always make the best decisions with our kids, that I always speak with kind words, and I don't ever, like, lose my patience, but that's just... Probably not realistic. But when I have lost my patience or I, you know, come across too harsh to them, I use it as a teachable moment with our kids to be like, hey, I'm really sorry. Mm-hmm. I spoke to you this way. Now that I've calmed down, you've calmed down. What I, what I meant by what I meant or what I wanted to say was mm-hmm. this. And so I hope that they can hear those words or hear those words and feel those words to know that, like, they're always loved. I had that with Henry this week. I was, I, he irritated me so much. Not like he was pestering me, but like he did something that like just hurt my feelings and hurt me off all in one sm- He's, smooth he, motion. Our oldest is going into that preteen years, and sometimes that comes across. And I felt like in the mood to give it right back to him to be right. giving that cold. And as I was giving this cold kind of shoulder back, I was like. I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. You're a grown man. Grown man. You, you love this child. Stop treating him this way. So, uh, which actually leads me into, if you don't mind. Go ahead. 
one of the things that, uh, one of my favorite books, the book that has probably meant the most to me in life, outside of any scriptures or whatever, is Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People. I was introduced to this book by, uh, he at the time was a youth minister, now he's a senior minister, Chris Gregg, here in Brazil, who was always good to me. Take me to lunch, teach me, teach me things, listen to me when things were hard or whatever. It was trying to develop me to grow up and become a better person and gave me this title of this book. And so I started reading it and I couldn't read it, not because I can't read, but like I don't do well just reading books. So I found the audio version and I consumed it over and over and over. I've heard you like offer this book and refer this book. I've seen you give people this, these, this book. Mm-hmm. Multiple times. Anytime we've been like at a, a yard sale, flea market, and you see one, you pick it up. For like you high have high school graduates. You or... have given it away to so many people and um, encourage others to listen mm-hmm. to it, read it. So go ahead. And I'm sorry. But in this in this book is I think this was probably originally pu- published as like a in a Reader's Digest or something somewhere. Is a short story or a short poem called. Father Forgets by W. Livingston Larned, L-A-R-N-E-D. And it goes like this. Listen, son, I am saying this to you as you lie asleep, one little paw crumpled under your cheek and the blonde curls sticking wet and damp to your forehead. I have stolen into your room alone. Just a few minutes ago, as I sat reading my paper in the library, a stifling wave of remorse swept over me. Guiltily, I came to your bedside. These are the things I was thinking, son. I had been cross to you. I scolded you as you were dressing for school because you gave your face merely a dab with a towel. I took you to task for not cleaning your shoes. I called out angrily when you threw some of your things on the floor. At breakfast, I found fault, too. You spilled things. You gulped down your food. You put your elbows on the table. You spread butter too thick on your bread. As you started off to play, I made, and I made for my train, you turned and waved a hand and, and called, Goodbye, Daddy, and I frowned and said in reply, Hold your shoulders back. Then it began all, oh, then all over again in late afternoon. As I came up the road, I spied you down on your knees playing marbles. There were holes in your stockings. I humiliated you before your boyfriends, by marching you ahead of me to the house. Stockings are expensive, and if you had to buy them, you would be more careful. Imagine that, son, from a father. Do you remember later, when I was reading in the library, how you came in timidly with a sort of hurt look in your eyes? When I glanced over my paper, impatient at the interruption, you hesitated at the door. What is it you want? I snapped. You said nothing, but ran across but ran across in one temptuous plunge and threw your arms around my neck and kissed me, and your small arms tightened with an affection that God had set blooming in your heart and which even neglect could not, could not weather, wither. And then you were gone, pattering up the stairs. Well, son, it was shortly afterward that my paper slipped from my hands and a terrible, sickening fear came over me. What has habit been doing to me? the habit of finding fault or reprimanding. This was my reward to you for being a boy. It was not that I did not love you. It was I expected too much of youth. I was measuring you by the yardstick of my own fears. And there was so much that was good and fine and true in your character. The little heart of you was as big as the dawn itself over the whole wide hills. This was shown by your spontaneous impulse to rush in and kiss me goodnight. Nothing else matters tonight, son. I have come to your bedside in the darkness, and I have knelt there ashamed. It is a feeble atonement. I know you would not understand these things if I told them during your waking hours. But tomorrow, I will be a real daddy. I will chum with you, and suffer when you suffer, and laugh when you laugh, I will bite my tongue when impatient words come. I will keep saying as if it were a ritual, he is nothing but a boy, a little boy. 
I am afraid I have visualized you as a man. Yet I see you now, son, crumpled and weary on your cot. I see that you are still a baby. Yesterday you were in your mother's arms, your head on her shoulder. I have asked too much. Too much. That is, uh, what's it called? A, it's called Father Forgets. And I know that, like, at the end of the many days, I feel upbeat and good, and some days I've got this, like, you know, I, it's almost a fear, like, I've remembered this whole life, he's going to remember this his whole life. I think I've got enough good investment in the deposits of good that they're not going to remember these bad days, but I sleep better at night knowing when we don't at least leave it like that. And I know sometimes I've been to the kids' room afterwards of, like, you know, maybe they've gotten in trouble, maybe they've gotten, you know, big trouble, maybe they got, like, spanked and sent to bed before we sat down and watched TV or something, and how, you know, it's a hard decision, but I think it's something that they need, and just I feel so bad for them afterwards. It's little poems like that that kind of remind me that, just like with our Father, our Heavenly Father, like, mercy can be new every morning, and I don't have to hold grudges, and I don't have to... You know, it's not going on their character mark for life. This is just a temporary moment, and we can always have a restart button. So that's a little poem that's always gotten, always made me feel clumped. Well, some other things I pulled up to read was one you just said, Mercies are new every morning. Oh. And that's something that I talk to the kids about a lot about when we make mistakes or whatever, that we can ask forgiveness because mercies are new every morning. And then um, this one, I think, goes more to our parenting style when it comes to going to church. Um, it comes from Matthew nine fourteen, and it talks about, Jesus said, Let the little children come to me, and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. Uh, when we go to church, we have our kids sit with us and worship. Um, they worship with us, they see us worship, and we've kind of decided as parents it's really important to us to have our kids in there with us to worship and to experience church like that and you know some Sundays <laughs> it works out super well everyone stays in their seat we sit in a full service and other Sundays it just doesn't work you know somebody might kneel in the bathroom somebody might be having a hard time but you know I, I hear parents often say like well, it's just hard because to have them sit still, to have them do this, whatever. But they have to learn somehow. It and has to be modeled. It's be modeled. That's a big thing is that, like, you have to talk on their level of what you expect of them and why. Right. You know, with all of our kids, as we go to churches and we sit inside the sanctuary, we have to have the conversation about... Every Sunday we have Every Sunday. Yeah. Why we're here... Why we keep our focus? Right. Who's you know who the focus is on this one hour a week? Right. Um, this isn't the time to pass it to our friends. This right. isn't the time to do this or that. And some um, call is extreme, but even like, you know, our church offers these little pastime bags or right, which is great. Yeah, entertainment for kids. But uh, we have found that if you bring them in and make them part of the worship service or right. part of the service and you as much as you can explain to them kind of what's going on mm -hmm. that um they'll listen they may not be like note-taking and ready to engage or anything but they're at least listening right. and i remember as you know growing up uh you know i learned a lot from my Sunday school teachers and bible school and stuff but i have lots of really good memories of just watching the adults experience right. church and when people were sad, praying together or asking for prayer from their seats or rejoicing because something good mm -hmm. happened, and it was all just modeling. And you lose that sometimes whenever you... What's the word I want to use? When you don't put your children in the situation to see that. Well, I think um, we... So many places use children's church as a as a tool, and it is a great tool. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of positive to be said about using children's church because they can have in the lessons more at age appropriate level. The pedagogy is to them. 
Okay. I learned that word because I'm a teacher. You now. did. Um, and but in the worship service we attend, there isn't a children's church offered, mm-hmm. and so it did sort of like we already wanted to do this, have them with us, and it sort of like made it so that that would be what we did. Mm-hmm. And so I think it is hard some Sundays. It's super hard. Like there's Sundays that I work nursery or Noah works sound, so it's just like one of us with the kids, and that is like. I always feel a little more like nervous on those Sundays of like, it's just me. Mm-hmm. But really, like I said, I would say majority of our Sundays are really positive. So I think about that one a lot of let the children come to me and do not hinder them for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such, such these. And it's not just church. It's everything. You know, you know. Really, I'm not a, f- I think you often like laugh at me because you'll, you'll be like, oh, I don't yeah, ask I do. you to, to do this. Oh. Stop it. I don't ask you to do this because you take all the kids. I'm like, I would do anything with our kids. Like, I don't bat an eye. Right. I would take them to New York City today. Like, I would, by myself, yeah. do it. I really, there's nothing that I'm like, oh, I can't, because the kids, I'm like, no. Like, we Viewing are. Viewing your kids as a limiting factor is a really harmful thing for you and for them. Yeah. Like, uh, to make excuses, to, to, fall, to, to fall into the trap of all the excuses that could come to your mind. Right. It's too much work. They'll be too loud. They'll be disruptive. I won't get anything out of it. Uh, whether it's going to church or Walmart, like, you need to go and do. And the more you do the together, the better. Like, mm-hmm. um, it, it doesn't get... Working with the kids and chores and animals, like, can Amelia do anything productive feeding the animals or she whatever? She can gather eggs like none other. Well, that's good. That's good. I didn't think that would be the case because I break the eggs on a regular basis. Oh my basis. gosh! I don't let Noah gather eggs. He breaks half of them. This, this is this is the money maker, Coley. I'm learning this. I'm learning this. Right, senpai. I'll be your sensei. I'll be your senpai. Right. So, um, so just be with your kids. Bring them along. You know, could I have built this house faster if I hadn't tried to show <laughs> the kids as much? Yeah. They are always the best help. We're going to be sitting around when I'm in my uh, 80s telling stories about my butt falling through the floor. Right. Or picking out the tile together. Or picking out the tile at Lowe's. Or this week I had Henry Ellett up there because I needed some sheets of plywood moved that I made at their job. And they grabbed every step of the way. And they like, you know, every... Chris Farley move of getting injured in the process of moving this wood happened, but they have learned to laugh about it, and they're going to remember this stuff, and we're going to be great. Uh, We've already talked in the past about Mm -hmm. how we use, like, entertainment and stuff, and we don't really use screen times and stuff like that. you got to fill that time with something, and, you know, bringing them along with your journey is the best. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I, I appreciate everybody listening to our this was kind of a philosophical I guess so. at, at evening. And we didn't even get to the topic in my mind it's with okay. Hollywood. And that's fine. I think it's a good pre-podcast to go to, to next week of what we want to talk about. Right. And we're not experts. This is what we're doing. We will never, we will never pretend to be experts. No. We'll, we, we'll be transparent what we're doing. Absolutely. But we're not going to say it's... Uh, there was a... a Famous football player named Mike Singletary, who was like on the '85 Bears, like the middle linebacker, the scary guy, and um, he wrote a book about raising kids when his kids were all like ten years or younger. And he tells a story that uh, he was at a a church, and a woman like bought the book and went up for him to sign it, and like threw it at him, and she just found out how old his kids were, and she's like. Write another book when they're 16 and 18. <laughs> I feel that sometimes. <laughs> like, what do I know? Right. But I do, like, here's something you can do, regardless of, like, if you have children or if um, your kids are grown or little. When you see a parent, I'm not going to say mom or dad, a parent, um, in in public, it's okay to encourage them. Like, if I had a dime. You know what? No. A penny for every time 
some Joe Schmo comes up to me when I'm in public and says, Oh, oh. got your hands oh, full. I would retire today. But, you know, and there, but then there's the people who are like, they see me and they say, Oh, this reminds me of when I had kids. Like, you're doing a great mm-hmm. job. Or, hey, uh, your kids are so well behaved. Uh, and sometimes they're lying. Sometimes they're lying. But still, just as like few words of encouragement instead of just saying like some off the cuff thing. And it just means a lot. It does. It means It reinforces so much. the parents that they're doing good things. And when the kids hear that, uh, like, I know my older ones are like now like listening for that kind right. of stuff. Like, when Elliot gets a compliment, you can see his shoulders go back mm-hmm. and, like, his head somehow get bigger. Um, <laughs> his chest out proud and everything like that. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, be, be, be good sources of encouragement to people. And if you're going to say their hands are full, just, 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 just shut stop. up. Or, or, better you than me. Yeah. That one. You were behind me, like half an aisle one time and you heard someone say that to me and I thought you were going to like come unglued because you were like these are the, these are good kids like, yeah. <laughs> you're right better you than me <laughs> you wouldn't know what to do with them yes because it is like and I think people just want to say something but like then choose what you're going to say have it in your brain already don't keep it positive keep it positive negative. because sometimes as a parent you're just Surviving, <laughs> and I'm about to break. Surviving on those stale goldfish <laughs> <laughs> and decaf coffee. <laughs> yeah, <coughs> yeah. Oh, I know. I'm so. You're struggling. the one that coughed tonight. Well, friends, we'll let you go with that. We hope you have a great week. Uh, be blessed. We'll see you next week for the real topic. <laughs> next week for the topic we actually had in mind. See you. <laughs>